Australia are away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. And LJ, it is Test Match Week and very excitingly joining us on the show today is Sophie Molyneux who has got a late call up to the Australian Test Squad which is very exciting. Um, We all know it's been a bit of a tough road for Soph. Um, She had that stress fracture in her foot and then did her ACL but she's back playing with the Vicks and now she's back with the Aussies uh, which is very exciting but presents a little bit of a conundrum for um, the selectors with four spinners now in this test squad. Yeah, five even. Oh, Ash. Ash. <laughs> She's a spinner. Five. <laughs> yes. I mean, Ash is a, obviously the one of those that is absolutely in any 11. So Yes, exactly. It's the other four that kind of have to be chosen between. Yeah. And yeah, two leggies, two left armers. You've got to think Alana King is right in there, should be in the 11 too, having played the last couple of tests for Australia and she looks like she's the preferred leggy, but can Molyneux squeeze Jess Johnson out of that team or... Who they go with there? It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. We haven't seen Jess Jonathan feature in any eleven this series, so yeah, it's gonna be hard to know what they're looking for. And yeah, if Sophie Molyneux can can squeeze her way in, I mean, she's an extremely solid option with the bat as well as is Jess Jonathan though. So it's tough. Yeah, and I think people keep sounding a bit surprised when they say, "Oh, three spinners in eleven at the Wacker." Mm. But I, I think you need to remember that with this Australian team, they will also have at least five pace options. Yeah, yeah. Even if they play three spinners, so it's it's not like they're going spin heavy for any particular reason. No. It's more that they've just got three pace bowling all rounders in that team. Handy. And that probably means I don't think we'll see Megan shoot. I think they'd probably go with one of the left arm orthodox spinners just for what they add with the batting. Yeah. As much as anything, it's I think it, particularly when they don't know what the pitch is going to do here and if it does prove tricky for, for batting, you probably want to get that. Jess or, or Sophie in there as a batting option um, yeah. as much as anything. Yeah, it's going to be a tricky tricky couple of days for the selectors leading in. So we had one training session today, Tuesday. We'll have one more, probably a lighter session tomorrow, Wednesday, before day one on Thursday. And LJ, I think we both can admit that we're not experts on reading and analysing pitches. Um, Definitely not. But our colleague Jack is, and we assume Beth Mooney also is. So what did Beth Mooney have to say about the pitch and what it was looking like in her press conference. Yeah, she was saying that they don't know too much about what to expect out of it. I don't think it's been used yet this season based on what Kingy was saying to us on last week's podcast. But the the other decks they've been using on the wicket block here at the Wacker have played a bit differently to what you might traditionally expect from the Wacker. They've been a, a bit more there for the spinners, a bit harder to bat on. So if that's true of this test wicket too, that could... um pretty interesting um our colleague jack thought it looked a bit dry today which is not surprising because yeah. it's been Hot. 40 degrees <laughs> every day here and it will continue to be so all week um and yeah. they suggested they're probably going to pump a fair bit of water into the wicket over the next couple of days to stop it breaking up too much okay so that that could make it um a bit spicy and interesting on day one as well so yeah it'll be very interesting to find out how it goes on day one and yeah. even how it looks tomorrow on test eve and yeah lisa healy might have some um yeah. Yeah, she some might have some thoughts. Too. Yeah, cool. And so this is going to be um, the 
first ever test match between Australia and South Africa, which is very exciting, but um, no doubt a tough assignment for South Africa. But, you know, they've shown plenty of fight throughout this series. They've managed to win a T20 and an ODI against Australia, and they've been really competitive with some outstanding performances across the board but with I think six debutants in their squad um yeah they're probably going to be up against it yeah it is such a tough ass they, they haven't had a warm-up match yeah. they had a bit of a red ball camp before they came away but such a tough ask you know Australia don't play tests very often but even when they went to India they got a one-day practice match yeah. there's there's none of that for South Africa it's just two training sessions and yeah. that's that looks like they had a nice day off yesterday got out in the water in Perth so They'll be nice and relaxed. And, yeah, some exciting debutants who could come in. you think Tasman Brits will likely come in and stay at the top of the order um, and make a test debut as opener. Then there's a couple of young quicks that came into the side for that second ODI in Sydney that they won, who either of them could probably make their debut and look very exciting. Even Muscle Butter Class exciting. missed yeah. the last test they played. Okay. So she's she's got to make her debut, surely. Yeah, she's surely. Been she's been ex- exceptional. Elisa Healy has won six tosses. Out of six, yes. Out of six. And Laura Wolfhart also lost a toss at the Governor-General's game. So she's lost seven tosses in a row over here in Australia. Yeah. Can she win the most important toss? There's a less than 1% chance of that having happened. That is crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, And this toss could be pretty important. Yes. Um, not only for, like, I think most people tend to like to bat first in tests, but yeah. also for the fact it's going to be 42 degrees on Thursday and then potentially just 29 on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. realistically, whoever wins that toss is going to want to bat. They're going to want to bat. So yeah. pretty big one. So is Laura yeah. due or does Midge keep up her winning streak? I mean, streak? surely she's due. It would, I feel like it would be quite fitting if Midge was to win six in a row, white ball, and then Laura just comes in and wins the most important one. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll and see. Will Laura will finally find form with the bat too. It's been, um, yeah. I think she scored about seven runs in the ODI series, which I know. is. It's been a tough for the, for the South African the skipper. Absolute best in the world. We haven't really got to see that so far this tour. So um, mm. she says her game's really well suited to, to test matches and yeah. hopefully we get to see a bit of that. Hopefully for South Africa's, um, for their benefit as well as the fans. I think the Aussie fans would also love the chance to see Laura in full flight. Um, but alongside the announcement of the Australian test squad the other day, um, there was also another very exciting announcement that, the uh, Aussie high performance team have um, set up a green v gold match, which is a three day red ball match to be played uh, in March between um, some of Australia's best and brightest domestic talent, which is pretty exciting going forward. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, obviously, there won't be any of the, the Aussies who are off at the WPL there, but there will still be a few Aussies like I think Kim Garth and Alana King and Darcy Brown and will all be part of that, Yeah, as well as some really exciting youngsters. I think Millie Illingworth's going to be part of that. How good. The team's going to be captained by Charlie Knott and Heather Graham. And, yeah, I think adding, like, it's, you know, a very small step towards adding more red ball cricket into the calendar for the domestic level, but they're, they're going to try and do this with A-tours yeah. from now on too. I mean, it's great. I mean, it means that, say, for example, when Charlie Knott happens to one day debut for Australia in an Ashes test, she's not playing her first ever red ball cricket for Australia. She's had a bit of experience before. so Exactly. And players might identify themselves as being particularly suited to the format. They might tear this up and, you know, we might see a few more players come in that actually start being test specialists. Red ball specialists, which would be pretty exciting. I think the only one I can think of right now is um, England's Emma Lamb, who, who seems to come in and open the batting whenever they play a test and can't get a gig in the 
the white ball formats, but Jesus. there's not too many other test specialists. So it would be good for them to, I think, just good for selectors to know who, particularly yeah. with the ball, who really happens yeah. to be able to make that, that talk. And we've also got an under-19s tour coming up to Sri Lanka, which is another very exciting development. It's all happening um, in the pathway system, which is cool. We love we love to see the young guns getting a go. Um, we've got some familiar names in the under-19 squad, but there's also some new names. Yeah, that's going to be a really cool tri-series over there with yeah. T20s and ODIs with Sri Lanka and England. It's going to be a, a really important part of their preparation for next year's Under-19 World Cup, which is going to be played in Malaysia in January. Um, obviously, the Aussie Under-19 boys won this week, so I'm sure the, the girls would want to yeah. match that next year and, and win their first title. Um, yeah, it's really cool to see Amy Smith coming back in after she's missing the back end of the WNCL season with a neck injury. By all the accounts... Kristen Beams, who's going to be coaching that team, reckons she's going to be fit and ready to go for Sri Lanka, which is awesome. And and there's a few other familiar names, aren't there? Yeah, we've got a few familiar names that fans of the WBBL might be uh, familiar with. So Kate Pelly, who um, famously got called up to the Sixers wicket-keeping position last year, she's in the squad, uh, alongside Amy Smith as well, who we known to Hurricanes fans. Maggie Clark, who... um, I think she's only, what, 16 or 17. She dominated the last under-19 World Cup, which is cool. So she's back in there. A few other familiar names. Lucy Hamilton, who's been in and around the Brisbane Heat. And a couple of brand-new names in there as well, um, including a really interesting potential story that we, we want to look into more with um, Ines McKeon from Western Australia, who we believe has played 16 T20s for France and she's Wild. only 16 years old. So, Wild. Um, obviously lives here and made her debut for Western Australia earlier or last month. Mm. And, um, yeah, now, now called up for Australia's under-19s. Let's do some digging into that one. Sounds like an interesting story. So... Plenty on the horizon for um, fans of Aussie women's cricket to get around. Um, But first and foremost, of course, it's the Test Match, which starts on Thursday over here in Perth. An 11am start over here in Perth, which is 2pm for all you fans on the Eastern States. Um, You can tune in live and free on Channel 7 and, of course, on Foxtel and KO as well. And keep up with all the latest news, scores, highlights on the Cricket Australia Live app and, of course, across all our social platforms. But for now, um, enjoy listening to Sophie Molyneux. Sophie Molyneux, great to see you. Um, thank you for joining us today on The Scoop. Um, firstly, congratulations on the test call-up. Very exciting. Um, first of all, we, we want to hear all about the phone call from Flegs. So start to finish, tell us where you were, were when, you, when you got the phone call. Um, I was at the Junction Oval Gym. Um, it was a Monday morning. It was raining in Melbourne, shock. Um, and, yeah, didn't have my phone on me, so I missed that call and then called him back. Um, and he just, yeah, said that they'd like to bring me over to Perth to um, be a part of the test squad. And, um, yeah, I sort of immediately, I don't know what come a come about but I just got a little bit teary and Flegs yeah. there was a bit of silence there and Flegs was like you, you're there and I said yep sorry um sounds awesome yep sounds good um yeah sort of just had a quick chat to him and then got off the phone and then spoke to mum and um Tay was in the gym as well so I was able to give Tay a big sweaty hug so good she pumped she was she was pumped she got off her bike she was doing a bike session and um jumped straight off and we had a nice moment awesome and was this call up like anywhere on your radar at all no it wasn't um I think like that that governor general's game that I played in um I absolutely love that there's a, a really cool squad of say hello to a new era of mental health care 
Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Of young girls and, um, yeah, I think this time around I was just excited to get back to playing um, any cricket in any colours and, um, of course, I've sort of always hoped that I'd come back into this Australian squad at some point but, um, yeah, probably didn't think it'd be this soon and, um, yeah, I, I was loving my time in Victoria too so it was, it was all just, yeah, a good time. So obviously you had to... Dig your baggy green out. Um, how exciting was that? And where do you keep it? And was it easy to find it? <laughs> um, yeah, I sort of had a few days to, to okay. gather my stuff. Also yeah. moving house at the same time. Oh, so chaos. it's been a little bit of, um, it's been hectic the yeah. last few days. But um, I initially thought that it was in Bensdale because the last time, um, oh, that would have the been last tricky. time I, yeah, the last time I saw it, it was in the study, sitting in the sun, aging as if I'd played 100 tests. So I had to move that. <laughs> Um, but I don't know how it ended up in um, a drawer at home. So, yeah, the white pads were an issue. They were in Bensdale. Okay. Um, so, yeah, luckily Marnie was on a quick trip up. Um, so good. That's loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was, yeah, she was coming anyway. So worked out well. Yeah. Handy. And have you had a minute to sort of reflect on what it means to be back here after everything you've been through over the last couple of years? Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, getting a call up like that, um, probably makes me stop and think a little bit about yeah. the last couple of years and probably more so um, the people that have been fully involved and that yeah. have ridden those waves with me. Um, yeah. Like I think of mum and dad, my, my sister and some close friends, some teammates that are here. Yeah. Um, and then also like the staff at Cricket Victoria and the players there um, who I've spent a lot of, you know, a lot of time with and through the good, bad and ugly as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, I've probably been more so thinking about um, all the people that have yeah. that have really helped along the way. Were those, like, like how was it telling all those people that have helped you so much? Were they yeah. stoked? Yeah, they were. They were, um, which makes it, yeah, which makes it special. And you said before, like, first day of school, tell us about how you felt this morning ahead of the first training session and what it's been like reuniting with the girls. Well, initially when I got the call up, I sort of was just, like, over-the-top excited Um, and probably didn't think too much about, you know, coming in and (laughs) it's a very different setup now to where I was um, when I was here three years ago. So, And it sort of hit me when I I flew in yesterday and I got a bit nervous. I'm like, oh, this is this is a fresh start yeah. which um yeah which is also a really cool thing as well um I think yeah having that that time out of out of the squad you know a lot's changed in three years yeah. um in terms of the environment here and also me as a person as yeah. well I think three years of growth that's that's yeah. a lot as well so yeah I did feel I was very nervous this morning but the girls were great they um 
they're very, very casual and um, the, the vibe's high, which is cool to jump into. Just like in the environment? Uh, I think the obvious thing is the, the personnel. The personnel yeah. Um, yeah, the, the personnel. I probably haven't been here long enough to, to see to see the little the little things but um you can just tell even just watching on and um chatting to a few of the girls that come back from tour and um there's just you know different things and um i suppose where the team's at they're they're wanting to expand and 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 keep pushing the boat out um which has been really cool to watch as well so um yeah i suppose to to be a part of it next you know week or so it'd be cool to to sort of pick up on, on those little things as well. Straight into it today with the red ball. Bit of a, a different format to come back into, I guess, straight away. And how'd you find the training session today? Yeah, I love the training session. Um, <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. You love training? <laughs> I love training. <laughs> okay. I love training. So, no, no, I love it. Um, I could have been there for another three hours. But, um, yeah, uh, the red ball, that, that's cool. Like, I sort of yeah. grew, up, grew up playing men's cricket, yep. red ball, whites, three games a weekend um would come home and mum would have to scrub the the red ball marks out because I'd be the shiner and um even today when I'm a spinner now but like I'm still shining the ball on my my pants um just I don't know what it is about a red ball but yeah yeah, I I loved it it was cool Mike Hussey down at training did you get a chance to chat to him yeah I had a quick chat to him um it was really cool he he was obviously like really engaged and um he had some good chats to to a lot of the batters um obviously he's like super experienced here um at the Wacker and He's Mr. Cricket, so he's he's cricket. probably the man to go to yeah. to, to chat cricket. So, um, yeah, he was he was really lovely, and um, yeah, I think we're all pretty grateful for his time. You mentioned um, that you've grown a lot as a person over the three years you've been away. How do you think you've developed, and how's your mindset changed in that time? Three years older, I feel like there's more wrinkle lines. And how old are you now? Twenty six. So um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sort of yeah not feeling young anymore, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like through injury there's opportunity and um yeah. I sort of had opportunity throughout the last couple of years to mm. um firstly stay in the one spot um for an extended period of time and yeah. um Is that Melbourne Melbourne yeah, yeah yeah and I suppose like my immediate support network um were my teammates and a lot of them played for Australia so yeah. they were off touring yeah. a lot so yeah. um yeah, I think like as you said, the the mind um, part of it in a, in a long term rehab um, that's always going to get challenged. And yeah. yeah, I just sort of keep coming back to to the people that I was really lucky to have, um, and still am really lucky to have um, around me. And yeah, I feel like there was there was trips to America and there was there was yeah. stuff like that that were really fun and um, yeah, got to see parts of the world. But yeah, yeah I think when when push comes to shove, the the people that um, I was surrounded with probably was able to take time yeah. and and appreciate that. Did you like sort of explore anything like outside of cricket to like sort of keep you busy, or was there anything other than rehab that you kind of worked on <laughs> over the time? Yeah, uh, yeah, I sort of dabbled in bits and pieces. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I suppose 12 months you go through waves of yeah. um, motivation, you go through waves of, you know, you're probably just a bit flat or, yeah. Um, but yeah, different things popped up. I ended up, I don't know what, how, but I ended up on a farm um, just out of Melbourne on a Tuesday morning picking veggies with some True. the elderly like it was awesome. just it was pretty random and it was really cold but um 
Yeah. Just, just little stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, picked up the study again. Yeah. Probably okay. something that I'd made redundant over the last <laughs> six years. So um, just little things like that were, were really cool. But um, I also really enjoyed the training part of it as well. Okay. That's um, yeah. always sort of have. And, yeah, there was some parts that were probably a bit tedious. Yeah. But the other the other parts and um, – I had a yeah incredible stint with our physio yep. Brendan Goonan and um, Richard Johnson S and C who always kept things interesting yeah. and um, it was really engaging as well. So yeah, that was cool. um, yeah that was a cool process to be a part of. Yeah, no no ballet or anything for you like <laughs> No no I didn't get the ballet gig. Um, I'm not really light on my feet either, so that's probably <laughs> that's probably not going to work for me. <laughs> so you mentioned like your Victorian teammates, and I guess taking on the captaincy as well. That probably would have been another thing as well that like really kept you going and kept you coming back. And what's it been like being around those girls? Yeah, oh like they're a really special group. Um, and I think, yeah, spending those two years back in Victoria, um, yeah, like I, I wouldn't change a thing because being able to be fully involved in that program and um, it's a it's a young group of girls and you can see, I think it's, it's really rewarding because you can see big improvements and big changes and um, they're all so willing to learn now. And, um, yeah, it's it's been a really incredible sort of, couple of years for us um and yeah it's, it's one thing that like I, I wouldn't change like I've absolutely loved that time with them and and we'll continue to do that how are the youngins going they're going really well yeah. they're going really well it's nice that we sort of turned our season around towards yeah. the back end um yeah I just think like the girls are starting to learn how to win um yeah. starting to have that belief and I think like you know you get young girls come in and they're all coming in together at, at the one point so we've got a really young team yeah. especially when you take away a few Australian players um they're out there on their own sort of thing and for them to have that belief now like that's that's really cool and it's 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 been so good to see yeah have you found the captaincy side of things no you haven't been on the field for a lot of it but yeah how's that been uh yeah it was tricky um tricky when we were were playing early and, and watching even watching the Renegades that season um yeah, just just not having that same ability to, to connect and, and to make <laughs> a, a change, positive or negative. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's it's sort of been – it was good during the winter at Victoria. We, we did a lot of stuff, um, yeah, like off-field work and, um, and probably just working out what, what – it means to play for Victoria and that was a cool process um and it's something that will always evolve as well but um yeah little things like that I think with an engaged group as well um that was really fun yeah and having Meg around a little bit more must be cool yeah yeah she's yeah she's brought in obviously so much knowledge and experience but but also like she's I think she's really enjoying her time there as well and um I think the girls feed off that yeah and it's it's really cool that she's yeah been able to to come back and and perform firstly yeah. and then secondly she's she's adding so much to the team which is really cool last one for you Soph now you're a um, country music fan thoughts on um, Beyonce's potential country album have you got wind of that one absolutely love it yes I have not stopped listening to that song which one the Texas uh, one Texas yeah. one yeah 
Texas Hold'em. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. So like, I can't stop listening to the other one, yeah. 16 Carriages. Oh, okay. It's, I haven't heard that. It's really good. But they, like I was saying to LJ before, she hasn't put it on Spotify, which is really annoying. Right. So I have to listening on YouTube. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it yet, so I need to get oh, on this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Iconic album. Iconic she's, she's got another one that's come out. Yeah. The, the girls are smashing it today. Oh, really? Um, Daddy Issues, I think oh, it's called. Oh, that's the, Dixie, the one with the Dixie Chicks. Oh, they right. did like a crossover. Oh my god, that's like literally my favorite song. Yeah, it's so it's good. So good. <laughs> I, I always listen to that. It's not like it's obviously not full on country. No, but oh, it's Queen Bee. She can do whatever she wants. On that note, Sophie Molyneux, thank you so much for joining us. Um, enjoy the week. Great to have you back around the group, and hope it all goes well. Thank you. Nice one, Sophie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Nice one, Sophie. Thank you.